Welcome to the High Performance Health Podcast with your host, Angela Foster. The show where we talk about everything you need to break through limits and achieve a high performance mind, body and lifestyle. So I am here with AJ Mazad. He is the founder of Online Supercoach. He's a best-selling author, a high-performance connoisseur, and a seven-figure million-dollar coach. Hi, AJ. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Angela. I'm so honored to be here. It's so great to have you on. And I have been so excited for this day to arrive because I have been coached by AJ myself, and I have experienced his superpower in helping me get my message out to the world, which has been transformational for me in terms of the reach that I have now and the people that I can help. Um, so AJ, I don't want to say any more about you. I want to leave you to intro a bit more about what you do. Yeah, thank you so much, Angela. I appreciate you. And although I've coached you, you actually coached me a year ago and helped me tremendously with my health, my performance, my vitality. And what you've taught me was priceless. In fact, to this day, I can look back on the moment you helped me and the great improvement in the quality of my life. That's so amazing. I am so happy that it has helped you in that way and to see you with the energy that you have now, because I know that for you, like most entrepreneurs, energy is the biggest thing. It's having to lead a company like you do. You have to have high energy every day because the people around you um, depend on you for that inspiration and that vitality. And you, you show up every day with amazing content. Um, how, what would you say is the most instrumental factor in you maintaining that high energy day in, day out? Yeah, well, I, I, I'll go through the backstory of how I went through your process in the first place. So I have two main coaching programs, sorry, three coaching programs, and Angela did two of them. One was an initial 12-week program and then a one-to-one -one program. So in the 12-week program, while I was coaching Angela, I actually was very curious about her process because at the time, I was struggling with my energy. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was my age. I don't know what it was. But, you know, I've been in the fitness industry for 20 years. And for some reason, I was waking up extremely lethargic. I was unfocused, had a lot of brain fog. I was very unproductive. I would read 20, 30 books a year. Then I would open up a book after five pages. I would be distracted. I was taking a lot of naps. I thought there was something wrong with me. So I went into my doctor who's an endocrinologist and he did a full panel blood test to test my testosterone, my, my, my hormone, my estrogen, everything. Everything checked out normal. And I was boggled. I said, this doesn't make sense because I don't feel normal. And then I said, I'm going to hire Angela because you have a very specific DNA test and a very specific process. So after going through that, I realized so much. And I was in a place where I was taking all these different supplements and um, I thought I had adrenal fatigue and I was taking all these adrenal pills and I was actually getting more tired from those. So I took a pause and I went through your process and you gave me a full report and you coached me. And after following what you taught me, my energy levels started going through the roof. And um, I'm a performer, right? So at the million dollar mark in your coaching business, you're doing two things. You're performing and you're publishing. So mm -hmm. I'm doing seminars every single weekend. I'm putting out videos, Facebook Lives, podcasts. I'm coaching my clients. If my energy is not above a seven out of 10, I'm useless. 
I can't perform and I lose a lot of money and I don't have the impact. So I found that the things you taught me about stimulants, about the right diet to follow, the right exercise, because you taught me how to do the minimal effective dose based on reading my genetics. I don't spend two, three hours in the gym like I used to. Now I go in, I do this specific training to build muscle tissue, lose body fat. I do this specific type of cardio that you taught me and I'm in and out of the gym in less than 45 minutes. And my energy levels are much higher because I'm following the specific diet that you created for me. So I would say, hands down, what you taught me over the past year has been a key component of my energy, my vitality, and my focus. That's amazing, amazing to see. And I think it's so it's, it's what I see so commonly in so many of my clients because they feel like they've been following a protocol, but they can only get so far with it. And then once they see what their own personal genetics are and the fact that they can work with their genetics, it just transforms it. And, you know, like you were saying, you're not in the gym doing a chronically long exercise session. You know you're in and out in a maximum of 45 minutes because you're getting coming straight to the chase. You know exactly how to work out for your body. And that not only enhances your results, but it also enhances your recovery and the way that you feel. And I think that's so underestimated because people keep trying diet plans or gym plans and I find that they shift from one thing to the other and commonly what I'll see with people is they might start with a keto diet or they might have gone on low carb and then they're not sure why it isn't working and they get really frustrated and then it just adds to the guilt why isn't this working for me why is it working for my friend and why are they seeing results and actually when we look at people's genetics we realize that there are some things that make us different and when we uh, play to those differences, that's when we get stronger and we have that vitality and that energy. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I always say you got to stay within your superpower and being a fitness professional, having an online fitness business, you know, my superpower is helping people add muscle tissue and lose body fat, right? So mm -hmm. that's something that I'm skilled at. And myself, I was 60 pounds overweight. So I was very obese growing up. And the only thing I knew was how to lose the weight and maintain the muscle mass. Now, I don't know anything about biohacking or energy, you know, listen to podcasts and read and I was testing a lot of different stuff, but I was wasting a lot of money testing, uh, buying different equipment, buying different supplements, and literally going through your process, it took a lot of the guesswork away because I knew my muscle fiber type on how to train efficiently to add muscle tissue and add strength. Um, I learned how to do cardio much faster I was doing a steady state cardio sometimes for an hour walking on the treadmill, which I realized is a huge waste of time for my genetics. I was eating a lot of carbohydrates where I realized my body doesn't process carbs very well based on the DNA testing. And most importantly, I literally threw all of these supplements away because I learned what works for my body in this way. Um, took a lot of the guesswork out, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, why do I need to research? Why do I need to, you know, learn anymore? I go right to the source. Your superpower is high performance, vitality, energy, longevity, because what you taught me now, I take into my life, my clients, my family, because it's, it's amazing when you don't have to test or tweak. You know, I remember yeah. even when I was trying to lose the 60 pounds, I was doing high carb diets low carb diets, high fat diets, low protein diets, 
even there was a period where I only ate eggs for one month. And I don't recommend that. <laughs> you get a horrible rash and it, your body turns red. It's a weird thing. But I was testing all these different things because I didn't know what I had to do. Now I know exactly what I need to do and I don't have to test anymore. And it's so liberating because you can focus on your business. And I think the thing is as well is as an entrepreneur, you know, you need to be at that nine or 10 out of 10 every day because if you're nine or 10 out of 10, then the people that are working for you and with you, they're going to be at least an eight or nine. But if you're only a six or seven, they're going to be even lower. And I think that's the thing. That's what I've realized working with so many people is it's just about enhancing their energy in their life and their fitness so that they in turn can really build strong companies with healthy and vital people as well. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's a funny term um, that I use a lot in my seminars and it's your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Yes. So you look at it from a very spiritual point of view or look at it from a very logical point of view that how you're showing up is gonna attract the people into your life. And there's a great quote by uh, Stuart Wilde. I'm paraphrasing it, but he says, your main goal is to keep your energy as high as possible. And when you have very high energy, people will be attracted to you. And when they show up, bill them and charge them as much as possible. You know, <laughs> a funny joke, but he said people are attracted to your energy. And it is true, right? Imagine yeah. I'm doing this podcast lying down and I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm really tired right now. Okay, yes, I'm giving you short answers, but I'm not really here and present no one would listen people would shut this podcast off and go on to the next one so your energy is everything yeah absolutely and what other um because you're so high performing yourself not just in terms of your fitness but also your mindset um what are the biggest things that you use i'm really curious um is it is it meditation that you use visualization what are the techniques that really help to get your mind in the right place yes the power of naps. naps. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I um, started taking naps about two years ago consistently, just about every single day. That has had the biggest difference in my energy, my vitality, my focus. And of course, I don't nap every single time I lay my head down, but what I do is I have a break. I typically uh, do intermittent fasting. So when I have my first meal, uh, sometimes as late as two or three o'clock in the afternoon, I find it that my energy drops a little bit. It goes into digestion and I make sure I clear my schedule. So right after I eat, I lay down. If I could nap, that is great. If I don't nap, I meditate and I visualize. But having that me time has probably been the biggest game changer because I found that in the past, we didn't have the eight hour sleep cycle. They say that because of the industrial age, they trained us to have the eight hour sleep cycle because we had to be good workers. So electricity was created, they shut the lights off. All right, now you must go to sleep, get up at 6 a.m., go to work at the crack of dawn. So prior to that, we were like wild animals. If you see a lion, they're hunting and sprinting, exuding all their energy, and then they're sleeping and they're napping. They're hunting, sprinting, and then resting. So I said, okay, let me test that out. Go all out, be super productive, and then take a breather, take a nap, meditate, visualize. And I found that because of that, 
my income has greatly improved and how I show up has improved. Yeah, that's the key thing, isn't it? How you show up. I mean, so I'm curious, do you set aside a certain time of day that is that time for you? Is it is it blocked in your diary, regardless of what's going on, that you do this kind of between two and three or whichever time you choose? Or do you play it by ear? How do you structure that? Absolutely. I always block it out. So from two o'clock to three o'clock, typically, I don't have anything planned. And I do this when I travel. And, you know, I'm very open about it. In fact, um, every time I do public speaking, the first thing I say is, I love naps. And I'm a napper. Who else loves naps? And I always make a joke that I'm writing a book. It's called Sleep Your Way to the Top. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the power of naps. So also, I um, educate people on this religious process that I have. So then whenever we have a break and everyone's like, we're going to lunch. I'm like, great. I'm going to go take my nap. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're the napper. Totally cool. So no one minds and they understand it. But I find that when you're vocal about your biohacks people understand you know mm -hmm. always talk about everything that you do so 100% you know um, I typically schedule two o'clock and six o'clock so I find that at 6 p.m. my energy levels go low because what you taught me a lot was kind of tracking your energy your focus throughout the day and now I, I journal um, I've been journaling for the past 12 years so I'm always writing down what time I wake up what time I go to sleep Two o'clock and six o'clock, I take my me time, whether it is napping or I have a binaural audio that I listen to on YouTube. I have different delta waves. I have a sleep mask and I'm laying there. So I have three choices. I can either nap, meditate or visualize and whatever one comes intuitively, I just do it at set time. And will you then, will you set an alarm to wake yourself up if you've gone to sleep or do you find that you just naturally come around? Yeah, to be quite honest, um, a lot of these visualizations and the, the delta waves on you are exactly 20 minutes. And it's so weird because within 20 minutes, my body just goes in and out. So even if I go into a very deep uh, sleep or a very deep alpha state, it's like, it's like a battery. You know, I'm getting recharged yeah. and then boom, I wake up in 20 minutes and I'm like ready to go like a, a new man. And you know, for business, you know, we have stressors, we have issues. I could have the biggest problem, the biggest stressor, and after 20 minutes of napping or meditating, that problem goes away. And it's like, whoa, you know, not that the problem goes away, but my thinking changes. And Einstein says is you cannot solve any problem with the same consciousness that created it. Yeah, that's so true. Do you find that you get those insights then after that, that session? Yes, yes. One insight away from our million dollar idea. So I actually hired a mentor, you know, I paid him $33,000 for 90 days. And all he did was teach me how to be in the present moment and to have more insights. And he says that the more insights you have, the more successful you become. Because if you really do think about it, the biggest breakthroughs in your life came from that insight that said, I'm gonna create this webinar, I'm gonna start this business, I'm gonna quit this nine to five job and focus on my dream, wherever that is. And as an entrepreneur, you're literally an idea machine. So wouldn't it make sense to create more insight-rich environments? And that's what I strive to do throughout the day. Yeah, that's very, very powerful. I think we're learning as well, aren't we, that you don't necessarily need to have all your sleep cycles at night anyway. It's about getting, um, if, I don't know if you've read the book by Matthew Walker, why we sleep. 
but it's about getting the sleep cycles as much across the week as anything else. There's um, another great book, I think it's by Little John, who talks about with athletes in particular, they, they can't always sleep, they're traveling, and they've got to be in the zone and performing highly. And naps is one of the greatest ways to actually get them on track. Yeah, that, it's so great. That's so great that you're sharing this. Um, you know, we're both fans of the Aura Ring. And, yes. Uh, it's an yeah. amazing sleep tracker, and I'm sure you have like a, a link. Maybe they could get it off of. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll link to that in the show notes. You know, this has been a game changer of just understanding when you get into those deep sleep. And it was funny because I was listening to a uh, podcast, and it had uh, uh, Kevin Hart. You know, Kevin Hart mm-hmm. is – known as the hardest man, the hardest working man in show business, and he's best friends with The Rock. So we all know Kevin Hart and The Rock, they're doing great things, they're A-list celebrities, they have families, they're working on these movies, and at the same time, they're rigorous with their health and fitness. So they need sky-high energy, and Kevin Hart was talking about that he sleeps very little, and kind of like me, he takes short naps whenever he, t- he, he, he um, has a moment. So oftentimes he's getting up at 5 a.m. doing this crazy workout, then getting on set, working for 12 hours, acting, then he's on his social media. He's doing all these different things. And then let's say an Uber driver picks him up. And in that Uber, he's able to fall asleep very quickly and revitalize himself and then come back on track. And a lot, even you know, uh, President Trump and uh, Obama, I mean, all these elite performers they talk the about the importance of falling asleep very easily and when they have to be on they're on and when they could rest they recharge yes that's so important so important and i find i don't know about you do you are you an early riser or because everyone has their their sleep rhythm i think dr michael bruce has done great work on that are you because i i come out as a lion i found that survey pretty fun and so i know and i know i'm best in the early morning but i'm curious what are you um have you done that or what's your kind of sleep movements? Are you a late night worker or early morning? Yeah. Um, first of all, I got to take that test. What's it called again? It's, um, it's a test. Dr. Michael Bruce. Oh, Dr. Michael. Find out your sleep chronotype. I'll oh. link that in the show notes as well. It's quite fun. You answer a series of questions and then you find out. And it was, it was an eye opener. Well, not an eye opener to me because it actually confirmed what I always knew. You know, I'm, I'm done by nine o'clock at night. <laughs> Um, yeah. Whereas 5am, I'm on top form, I can work out. But I'm just curious with you, what you found works best for you. Yeah, I'm actually, I've always been a night owl. And, uh, you know, sometimes I joke around in my Instagram stories, right before I go to bed, sometimes at 4am, I'll take a screenshot and I'll, uh, and I'll say, am I waking up or going to sleep? And it's funny because 90% of people think I'm waking up at 4am, but I'm going to sleep. And it's always been like that. And, you know, I struggle to get up super early because it's, it goes against my biology. But again, mm-hmm. I find that it's best to go with your chronotype because for me, I do well with staying up late, sleeping minimal, and taking catnaps throughout the day. And yeah. obviously, my bank account, my success, everything shows that this is the best for me when I was getting up at 4 or 5 a.m. when I was a personal trainer, um, I wasn't making that much money, you know, and I was working a lot, I was working very hard, and I was very unhappy. So I said, why do I have to force myself to get up at 4 to 5 a.m. where I can just go with my body's natural rhythm? 
Yeah, absolutely. I th that's what I encourage people to do because I think it makes such a difference. If you're not getting the right rest, you can't have that creative thinking that you need. Um, yeah, because you know, you know, you get all this, the 5 a.m. club or people are touting team no sleep because they have to get up super early for whatever reason, but there are very, very successful night owls. In fact, if you Google like billionaire night owls, like you don't have to get up super early to be successful. Like you said, and I'm glad you're talking about this, people shouldn't feel guilty if they're sleeping late because yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's not about how early you get up, but what you do in those times where you're awake. And I think that's the thing, isn't it? Most the the lifestyle that we lead was built around, I think he calls it the bear in the book. Most people kind of fit into that kind of 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. category. But then there are people outside, like you say yourself, you're a night owl. I'm very much the early morning person. You need to fit it in with your day. But it's not, you know, early or late is not for everyone. Um, what other... Um, I just saw you vaping there. So what other biohacks do you use in terms of keeping your mental clarity and focus? You know, it's funny because uh, I always talk about how I'm always testing uh, different biohacks. And when I was a teenager, I smoked cigarettes. I was like too cool for school. And once I understood the health hazards, I stopped because it was one conversation that really understood that how damaging it was. And I stopped cold turkey, didn't have an issue. And then I was doing a lot of research on nicotine. And when I was a bodybuilder, I was chewing nicotine gum because it lowered my appetite. It gave me energy and focus. And then I realized that, okay, I don't have to chew the nicotine gum. If I get a vape, I could get three milligram nicotine hits. And I find different ways to get energy without having to take caffeine or stimulants. So this vape has 3% nicotine, boom, I have focus. <laughs> and throughout the day when it's getting late, I never consume coffee at night, I can't sleep. I have that actually right now. I'm wearing a CBD patch. So I have different companies that sponsor me or they want um, testimonials and they'll send me products. Mm. I've been testing this for the past week and it is a slow release CBD patch. Now based on the Aura Ring, CBD helps my sleep. It's a non-psychoactive. Mm -hmm. It allows me to work throughout the day. I feel a general calmness with it. That's working great. Uh, you can't see this right now, but I've heard a lot about grounding. And um, actually, I invested in this mat where it is uh, kind of like you're grounding your feet on the stones. You're going outside. Oh, it's yeah. Cool. So I put my feet on there a lot of times when I'm working. <laughs> and there's always stuff that I biohack with. I have a sun ionizer, so in the winter times we don't get a lot of sun, and I work and I check my emails with this in my face. This helps boost my mood, my energy, and the it last It really wakes thing, you up, doesn't it, those? They really wake you up. It really wakes me up, yes. Mm -hmm. And you actually told me about the human charger, which that makes that obsolete. I've actually had that for five years, and it's still working great. Then I have my Fit Desk. You can see that in the background, but it's a bicycle where you can put your laptop and work on there. Yeah, that's great. That's amazing. That's um, so important, don't you think? I think that's one of the biggest things that people can so easily not do and they feel tired and they don't know why they're so lacking in energy, but actually optimizing your workstation as you have and giving yourself the ability to move while working and, and not rely on things like caffeine as well. It's just amazing for productivity. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, be quite honest, Angela, like ever since I went through your process and I really understood my DNA and my genetics, um, my entire house has been based on my performance. So this is probably like just 1%. This is my office. But everything that I have is based on my performance, like my swimming pool and, you know, the cold showers and what I look at, the visuals. Um, there's so many things that I do that, like I said, it could be a podcast. I'll give you a tour of my house based on high performance and biohacking. I got a gym right around the corner because everything is based on performance. If I'm not performing at a seven, eight, nine, ten, I'm useless personally based on the impact I want to have in this world. So I want to thank you so much for what you taught me because that's a foundation in which I live my life and my business. That's amazing. And do you, um, I mean, it was so fun working with you because I think as a, as a client, you really take it on board. I think it helps when you can see exactly what your genetics are on paper because then you really start to understand the changes you can make. But um, yeah. do you ever get, get up? Do you tend to do some fasted workout when you, work, when you wake up in the morning? Do you get your body moving first thing? Yeah, yeah. I've always been a big proponent of uh, working out in the morning as soon as I wake up. And I find that I could work fine uh, fasted. I'm a big ketogenic guy. I like to stay on low carbs. Even though I'm not like 100% in ketosis, I prefer to keep my carbs under 100 grams every day. So I'm, in a sense, using my fat for fuel. And as I mentioned, I was uh, very obese growing up. So I would say I'm an endomorph by nature. I could gain fat very easily. If there was a contest, gain 20 pounds in one month, I could nail that in two seconds, you know? Really? Yeah, I could gain fat so easily. So now that being said, I do well with lower calories, intermittent fasting. Sometimes I do one meal a day. And um, I like to take a little bit of supplements in the morning, sometimes um, exogenous ketones, uh, brain chain amino acids. Uh, you talk about the importance of fish oils, and I like to use this uh, Carlson liquid fish oil. It's like lemon flavored. But if you guys think about the pills you have to take for that, you got to take, you know, maybe 10 pills to get 10 grams of fish oil. This is a small, you know, tablespoon. And although it's not, you know, some people could debate and say, you're not fasting. The BCAAs have calories. So do the fish oils and the, the ketones. But, you know, me walking to the gym, oftentimes I'm burning off those calories already. You know, so yeah, yeah, sure. And I think, I think as well, I don't know about you, but if you use a full spectrum amino acid supplement, I think it's often better than the BCAs because they tend to drive insulin up more than if oh, you're wow. using a complete amino acid powder. So I think that really helps as well. Um, it's just, just the way that the body uses them. Um, but yeah. it's good that you can take a liquid fish oil because I know a lot of people can't. And then I think I encourage them to look at things like krill oil just because it of the bioavailability of it because um, some people really just can't take that oily taste in their mouth um, you were recommending me to increase my um, omega-3s what other sources can I increase those so you can get it obviously the best way is from oily fish there's a certain amount if you're having uh, pasture raised eggs then then it's in those but you need to be careful with the the fact that they are free range and that they're fed an omega-3 rich diet I mm. think the common mistake is when people try to really enhance their omega-3s from things like vegetarian sources. So yes, it is in flax and it is in um, things like walnuts. But the problem is that we as humans are not particularly good in converting that into DHA and EPA. 
So when we're having an animal or fish do that job for us, it's much more bioavailable. And obviously the DHA is really important in terms of brain health and eye health, and then EPA can help with inflammation. So I think unless someone is vegetarian or vegan, then I do encourage them to look at fish or animal sources. And I think a supplement works well just because of the pollutants that's in a lot of our seafood. I think if people are going to start eating really high levels of fish, then they are, you know, potentially risking exposure to plastics and other toxins and particularly with the bigger fish, high levels of mercury. So, yeah, you know, um, I was recently at a Tony Robbins seminar and he basically said he went into a hardcore pescatarian diet for many years. And because of that, he had sky high levels of mercury poisoning to the point where he was about to die. And he had to go through a whole process of taking out all the, the heavy metals and everything. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that, you know, if you eat a lot of tuna and swordfish and these, the, these fish, you could actually poison yourself. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, you can use things to help take it out of the body, you know, like um, chlorella and spirulina, and you can um, use like, activated charcoal to bind to some toxins. So there are ways, but I think people often underestimate the buildup that can occur in their tissues. Um, so, yeah. And um, also, this is a question I had for you because you're the guru, and this is a very widely talked about subject amongst high level entrepreneurs, and that is alcohol. Mm -hmm. So, some say a glass of wine is good for the health and the heart, and you, know, you could also look at it as alcohol is ethanol. So, it's mm -hmm. kind of like detoxing if you have one shot per se. But, what is your take on alcohol and just adding it to your life? So I, on a personal level, I have always enjoyed wine, I think, because my husband and I have been very into it and, and spent a lot of time visiting vineyards and buying it and storing it. And for us, it's been a kind of almost a love affair with it. But that's, I think, very different to say drinking. No one covers this really in the press, but I think drinking a glass of fine red wine that has high levels of things like resveratrol and antioxidants that has been prepared by a small vineyard with kind of loving care is very different to a wine that you would buy in a store that's full of sulfites and other things. And I think if we look at the blue zones, for example, in pretty much all of those locations, I think bar one, alcohol is involved. And it tends to be because they slow things down and they do have a drink with their evening meal. But it's a thing. Italy, the wine. Mm, and the French. And, you know, we have that whole thing of the French paradox. How do they, you know, have those good levels of health and longevity? But they don't actually drink to excess. And I think that's the critical difference. I think it's the, the binging. And it's, it's funny because when I look at people's DNA on the report, it will say that some people, um, if they're a slower metabolizer of alcohol, then it can have a positive effect on their cholesterol. That I'm really not sure whether we do influence our heart health because there seems to be so much conflicting data in terms of is alcohol going to improve heart health or isn't it? And you can find scientific reports going either way in very strong, with very strong messages. But I think it comes down to the fact that it's that sense of community and relationships and friendships and what that can give you if you're not going overboard and getting drunk that probably is as health enhancing as the experience of having the drink itself. 
Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for being the official record on that. <laughs> That's kind of where I come out on it. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Obviously, there's some entrepreneurs who um, have issues with alcohol where they just can't have one drink they end up having five or six and that's mm. obviously detrimental if you're binging however one glass of wine a day is that really gonna destroy your health and performance long term i mean some people will say when there's a risk with any amounts of alcohol um, but again i think it comes back to the way that you're experiencing that and the quality i think if you have more than a glass then yeah you are putting your health at risk but i don't know about you i also can notice you know with the aura ring that we were talking about, if I have more than one drink, I would be able to see that come up on my sleep tracker because my pulse would be higher um, overnight. I think I would have less heart rate variability. I don't go into deep sleep as much. So I don't think your body is repairing itself as well either because I think alcohol influences sleep so greatly. So from a sleep standpoint, I think it has to be kept to a minimum. That is true. That is true. And what has helped... Um, I find it's the CBD, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't take it every day. Like I said, I got this company who's giving me the CBD yeah. patch. How have you found that? My deep sleep sometimes goes into three hours, you know, which is wow. like off the charts. And I have the most vivid, powerful dreams of waking up well rested. I found that if I had to take one supplement for quality of sleep and energy, it would be CBD right before bed. Yeah. But this one you're keeping on all the time at the moment, are you? You're testing it. Yeah, yeah. They gave me a bunch of patches to take for the week. And it's been great. Again, um, I'm just noticing myself to be calmer. I do notice my brain is sharper. I've been doing back-to-back -back podcasts all day. I have workshops. So it is giving me a, a more mental clarity for sure. However, I don't want to depend on something 24-7. Uh, that even with CBD, um, after a day or two, it loses potency. I think your body gets used to it. So the verdict is still out. The patch is kind of annoying because obviously, you know, you're wearing it around your body. And um, <laughs> when I pull this off, it's going to be very painful. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that. the drops yeah. of a good quality CBD, I don't know about the legality. In the States, it's fully legal and it's non psychoactive. So you could function. But what, what is the legality? Of yeah, we have it here as long as it's non-psychoactive. It's exactly the same. Um, oh. I think the challenge here, for example, I think in the States, um, I'll look it up and put it in the show notes, but there's a company that does it in a water base, which is more bioavailable. Whereas here in the UK, I think we can only get it in an oil at the moment. Um, so, but it's, it's, one, it's an industry that's moving so quickly. And I think yeah. it has so many benefits. Um, I mean, if you look at even here, we have a serious opiate crisis and people are getting off opiates and getting on CBD and they're getting off their Xanax anxiety. Some children have severe seizures, they're taking all these medications. Now they're taking CBD, their seizures are going away. So it's, it's miraculous how this natural plant has helped so much people. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing. Do you take the other one that you take with the drops? Is that an oil-based or a water-based one? I believe it's an oil-based. Yeah. yeah, I'll look it out for you. There is one that's a water base. It's very, very pure. It's good. I just, it, it might come to me um, in a bit. Great. Um, and anything you recommend, I invest in, you know, because I look at like my health, my wealth, like you always say. And um, I don't take any stops when it comes to investing in my health. You tell me what it is. I don't look at the price. I just invest in it because 
I'm investing in myself, right? I'm, uh, one of my mentors, Joe Polish, he gave me a great analogy. He said, imagine yourself as this million dollar thoroughbred racehorse. Now, how would you treat a million dollar thoroughbred? You would massage it. You would give it the best food, the best supplements. You wouldn't have it run every single race. You'd only have it perform at the highest level and then rest most of the time. And I'm like, wow, you know, I used to be running myself to the ground. I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't doing all this self-care. Now that I do, I feel more important. And I do feel a sense of pride in terms of investing in my well-being. And your success is so great that that's the thing. Do you feel like it's continuing to enhance your success in your business yeah. and your relationships? 100%, 100%. And if I think about even the circles that I'm a part of, the uh, masterminds that I invest in, you know, Joe Polish has a mastermind called the Genius Network, and you have to be a millionaire at the bottom level. There's some people that are doing 100 million, even a billion dollars. And the one thing that I will say for sure is these high-level entrepreneurs take their health very, very seriously. In fact, I thought I was a biohacker. There's people in there that are constantly getting us stem cell injections and you know, getting very serious with uh, hormone replacement therapy and growth hormone and sometimes doing what is called controversial biohacking. Mm. However, they're all about the edge and they stop at nothing to invest in their health. And there's no reason why they're so successful as a correlation. Some people say, oh, because they're so wealthy and they're so successful, they invest in the health. No, they invest in the health first and that is why they're so successful. Absolutely. And I think I learned that the hard way when I was a corporate lawyer who just pushed so hard with so many all-nighters and literally, it, eventually you do just burn out, whether that's, for me, it was at being hospitalized with pneumonia. But, you know, everyone somehow your health will only go on so long. Because as you were saying with the adrenal glands, they take a hit. And I think you can only keep powering on for so long until something gets you. And then everything kind of falls away. Whereas if you prioritize your health, not only are you looking after it in that way and looking after your ability to generate wealth, but you're actually enhancing your wealth production, I think, because you have so much more mental clarity, so much more energy. You have a greater physical physique. Um, and I think that's, that's why when I do talk about high performance health, it's that meeting of a high performance mind with a high performance body because the two are connected. And if you're focusing on both of those, and I think a lot of people will focus on one area more than the other, but it's actually the synergy of those two working together that really, really then yields that amazing results and success. You know, last weekend, um, I did a two-day seminar in New York, and uh, a question I get very asked often is like, how'd you go from six figures to seven figures, you know? Mm -hmm. And I always thought about this because they say that less than 3% of entrepreneurs make it to seven figures, you know? And you think about how many people are trying to grow their business, <laughs> getting into that million dollar mark is a very small percentage. And I had a hard time with it, in fact, I was stuck at six figures for many, many years and they could not break through. And I was like uh, hiring all these mentors and getting these coaches, going to seminars, reading all these books. Everyone wants to be a millionaire, not even because of the money, but because of the impact, right? How much people you can help with it, how much you can provide for your family and have the best health, have the best doctors. God forbid your family member gets sick. You want the best for them and when you have money, you can provide. Mm -hmm. So. I always think about it, and then when they say, how'd you go from six figures to seven figures, now I know it's high energy. Because 
if I just focus on having peak energy, being above seven, 24 seven, then I could do the things I need to do, be productive, take the action, because literally, the only thing that's holding a business owner back is our own energy levels, right? You create your business from the inside out. Your business is a projection of your personal problems. And you could ask any entrepreneur who's been stuck at a certain place they got to the next level, it was really the energy. Because if you have high energy, imagine what you could do with the impact you could have. Because, you know, this morning, I got so much stuff done because of my high energy. You know, I wrote this post where it was like an hour of writing and focus, and if I was lethargic and tired, that post would not have been written, but the impact that post has is gonna now affect you know thousands of people. Yeah, I think, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? Particularly for entrepreneurs or very high-level executives, is you're using so much energy because you're creating. You're creating things, often from something in your mind that's gonna serve others. And it's easy to find managers but it's not easy to find creative thinkers and entrepreneurs who can really serve at that level and make a difference. And the energy required for that is huge. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, oftentimes when people say, I'm stuck in my business, I'm not getting leads, I'm not making money, they, you know, I always say, come to me with your biggest, hardest business problem. And I'm like, Yoda, I'll solve it for you, right? And then they say, I want this, 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 this. And then I was asking him a question, okay, cool. Since you know yourself better than anyone else, what do you think you need to do? And every single person says exactly what they need to do. Okay, I need to post more, I need to create more videos, I need to do that damn webinar, I need to do a seminar. You know, all, they know exactly what they need to do, but what is stopping them? What is, here's what I need and here's what I need to do, but what's in between? And what do you find the most? I'm curious when you're working with them, what do you find? Is it that self-belief that's stopping them getting to the next level? Because they've got to transcend the person. I think you have to transcend the person that you are now to become that future self. But you've almost got to, in the words of Joe Dispenza, you've got to be grateful for that before you have it. And you've got to live into that vision. And sometimes I think when people are stuck, they're not living into that vision. I see it with, even with, with health, you know, people feel like they can't be that fit or that healthy or that lean. Um, and I think you have to have that mental vision and clarity first. But I'm curious, what, what do you find is inhibiting them? Yeah, you know, it's like you said, Joe Dispenza, brilliant man, and you've heard these three words very often. It's be, do, have. And I found that if I want a goal, I must become that person. And I always say in my seminars, act as if and soon you'll become. And this is not fake it until you make it. It's when you internalize the belief of you are that person that creates 10 videos a week, that has 10 sales calls every single week. I am that person who serves at the highest level. All of a sudden, you know the actions you got to take. So it's becoming that person internally. And a lot of it is having the right mindset, the right focus, the right energy how you think, how you speak, and how you act is more important than what you have to do because the how-to always presents itself, right? But yeah. if I'm, right now, I'm a nine out of 10. I'm excited to be interviewed by you. I'm very excited. Um, I got a workshop coming up. I got to serve at the highest level. So right now, my mind is at a very creative place. So at this high level of energy, 
any problem that comes to my path, I got this. I'm going to fix it. No problem. Okay, this person has an issue. Here's a solution. I could help you. So all I got to do is be at this high energy all the time, and I can do anything that my heart desires. And I need to do something. It's done. However, if I'm depressed, if I'm anxious, if I'm tired, if I'm lethargic, the littlest problem will drive me crazy because my level of consciousness is so low. So the person I am at that point is not serving anyone. That's when I go take a nap and I recharge. That's where I go turn everything off or turn my phone off. I disconnect to reconnect with myself. Yeah, that's so important. So powerful. And I think people, people don't realize that enough, just how powerful that is because Actually, as you say, once you rest and you switch off, suddenly that clarity comes and you revitalize and refresh yourself. It's so important. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So um, what's your kind of ethos or mantra that you live by that inspires you every day? It is right here on my wrist. It is to maximize this moment. So in all of my studies and having a master's in psychology, everything that I've learned, we all live in the present moment. That is undeniable. You could have any religion or belief or philosophy. Now is all there is. So now is all there is. Great. That's phenomenal. I could go in a cave and meditate and be in the present moment all the time, but I ain't doing no good to anyone. So I say, how can I maximize this moment? So in this present moment, Right now, I'm serving, I'm sharing, I'm giving my heart. Whatever you ask me, I'm giving back. I believe in abundance. If I'm at a networking event, I want to talk to as many people as possible and share my superpowers with them, add value to them, help them. That is a way of maximizing every moment. In every moment that you have, asking yourself this question, how can I capitalize on this moment and make the most out of it? How can I serve the people around me, give them love, give them appreciation, add value. And if I just maximize this moment, then my whole life is already set because I just do my best and I forget the rest. Yeah, that's so powerful, AJ, so powerful. I remember um, you saying to me as well when you, when I, when we, you were coaching me and you still do saying, you know, what is the single thing that you can do right now in this present moment to move your business forward? And that's yeah. so powerful because then you're not, you're not going in a hundred different directions because you can get information overwhelmed and you don't know where to go. But if you think, what can I do in this present moment to serve people at the highest level that will take my business forward? That's so powerful. Yeah. And, and I have that in my mind now all the time. That's why I had you help me and you've helped me tremendously on getting focused and on getting present where, you know, I have a workshop and essentially I'm there. I'm fully there in that moment. I'm serving. I'm giving. I'm not thinking about what am I eating for dinner later? Oh, I got to pay that tax bill. Oh, I got to send that check out. Oh my God, I forgot to, you know, fix this. I'm not thinking about all that stuff because that ain't, that's nothing to do with the people I'm serving and what I'm doing in the present moment. And that way my bandwidth is clear. All my energy is saved into the present moment and I don't have all this wasting energy and all these thoughts and stories that I'm, that's not serving me. No, that's absolutely right. And as you say, you only have this present moment. You can visualize the future, but yeah, no, that's very powerful. Well, um, where can people find you, AJ? I know where to find you um, online. And <laughs> anyone who hasn't seen you must be living under a rock because you put out so much content. 
But please share with the audience, and I'll be linking to all of it in the show notes as well, where people can find you. Yes, absolutely. So I have a main website. It's called onlinesupercoach.com, and that's where I have everything from my books, my seminars, my podcast. I actually interviewed Angela on there, and she killed it. Got powerful. <laughs> you can listen to that. Then you have my social media. My Facebook is super easy. It is facebook.com forward slash AJFIT, A-J-F-I-T. So add me on Facebook. I'll add you back and we'll chat. Send me a message. If there's anything I can do to help you, by all means, message me and I would love to add value to your life. Just as you have to mine. Thank you so much, AJ. Thank you for coming on the show. It's been amazing to have you on and to hear all your insights um, and to share them with so many people. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for changing my life. Thank you for all this energy, this focus, vitality. And, uh, you know, next time you coach someone, you got to give them a, a, a contract saying that for all the energy that I give you, you got to give me 10% of your earnings and you'll be a very, very wealthy. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> That's yeah. a great idea. <laughs> you impact so many people and I just appreciate what you're doing in this world and how much people you're helping, not only in their business, but their their families, their longevity, you're literally adding years, quality years of people's life. And I acknowledge you for that. Thank you, AJ. And likewise, thank you. Thanks for listening. Remember to review and subscribe. You can grab the show notes, the resources, and highlights of everything Angela mentioned over at AngelaFosterPerformance.com. You can also snatch up plenty of other goodies, including the highly helpful Angela Recommends page, which is a list of everything she personally recommends to optimize your mind, body, and lifestyle.